Okay. Fourth of July weekend. People are grilling. They're getting ready for their parade, their illegal fireworks show. No judgment. But what I smell in the air is a fresh bag of six, Chris. Welcome. It's a fresh batch. We're ready to go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're not really in the holiday vibe with this uh, topic, but it is one we have discussed a few times, various through texts and, 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 and hanging out. It's going to be songs that are performed in movies. So not necessarily like hit songs, although you did bring up like an interesting caveat that I don't know if we've actually talked about if we're going to include it, that like, you know, some actors lip sync hits or do dance performances to songs that everybody knows. These are more songs that were invented for the movie or came up on the fly. They may even have been improvised in some cases, but they exist in the movie. It's kind of that little extra right. chef's kiss in the movie that just makes it unique or funny or, or, or sometimes kind of embarrassing with a few of mine, but that's the topic at hand. And we've kind of talked about topics around that and we've kind of fine tuned it into this. So mm-hmm. it, it should be interesting. Um, and we talked a little ahead of time. Um, you know, if, if you went the musical route, it'd be pretty easy to, you know, to, to grab a bunch of songs that way. Right. But I think for the most part, we've kind of steered away from that. These are just, you know, standard, I guess, standard movies uh, that, yeah. you know, there, there's a song that exists within that movie's universe and, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're bringing it into it. So yeah, yeah it, it's going to be interesting. Cause nothing because yeah, some movies were adapted from either Broadway or like those are out and we're getting rid of all the Disney catalog for anybody that wants to comment. Cause that, that can be a whole separate draft itself with the amount of bangers they've put out. So this will just be basic movies. And as my guest, well, before we get started, man, I haven't seen you in a while, dude. What's going on, my man? Oh, man, it's been a minute. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. It's summertime. You know, just trying to survive at this point. We had all that rain and like the kids couldn't really go out of the house. And we were stuck yeah. inside for like, like 10 days straight, just ready to kill each other. So it's oh, nice yeah. to have a somewhat cool weekend for the holidays for once. I think it's the first like non hundred degree Fourth of July. I remember <laughs> for real, man. And yeah, our, our yard's torn crisscross because we had a, we had a uh, gravity drain put in. We're having our, we're in an old neighborhood, so we're having our cables buried. So we had conduit buried. So, I mean, even our dog can't go in the backyard. So, I mean, it's been, it's been interesting. Yeah. And we just, we just put a roof on, we put new gutters on. Like, like, I feel like, like, I want to brag like rappers like like they get to talk about you know the the rings that they've got and how expensive they are like nobody will look on my gutters and think like dang this guy just stopped dropped 20 on it it's like no no okay great <laughs> it's it's it, it's grown up balling is what i was doing this this last couple of weeks so yeah i got i got trex decking material if oh, you if that's better than gold right now i know man that's 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 my flex that's my dad flex right now sign me that's how that's, that's how we're done. <laughs> Look at us go. <laughs> Woo! Stand back. It's a good thing we're taking. It would have. Oh been yeah. <laughs> Watch out, ladies. <laughs> One other. Um, been doing kind of a weekly thing here and there, and we've been talking about uh, phone time. Man, everybody has a little phone time, and maybe after your kids go to bed. For me, it's it's my morning ritual. If you catch what I'm putting down, right? What kind of like phone rituals, or what? What do you usually do during phone time? Ah, uh, man! Do you have any games you like to play? Do you usually go through a set of social run or? Yeah, I, I, I kind of got my, uh, you know, my cycle that I hit through. I, I, I hit uh, hit Facebook to do a little creeping, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. you know, and and then. Uh, check out what's going on news in the world i usually go to like news gazette and wcia first because if i already missed the horrible comments that people made on those pages <laughs> yeah. on facebook there may be an article that you know got overlooked already so i'll check that out and then um you know there's uh 
uh, man, every once in a while, I'll get myself into a game that, you know, that, that I'll play a couple minutes a day. Um, I think one of the angry birds is the latest. All right. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. Uh, I was on, um, golden tea golf for a long time. Yeah. You put me up on that one. I appreciate that. Yeah. That was, that was a good one, but we just got, uh, Nintendo golf for the switch. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of golfed out right now. I'm going to have to look into that. We have a switch. I haven't gotten there yet. We used to do the, Wii, like the most basic, basic of golf games back in the day. And, and Christian can maybe go three holes. So, you know, maybe we'll have to look into that. Well, it's, it's like Mario golf. So Done. It's, yeah. And, and like there, <laughs> there's battle golf where they're like, they're running around and trying to beat each other with the ball. And uh, you know, it's, it, it's okay. worth it for the kids. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I, all I have to do is mention the magic Mario name and, and right. And it's already yeah. perked up enough as it is. But yeah, man, everybody has their own like routine and it's, it's just been like on the forefront of my brain is just learning. Cause you know, I, even when I'm like choosing what show I'm going to watch at night, it's like, all right, do I want to continue this series or do I want to watch diners driving and dives and go Twitter feed because I don't have to pay that much attention to it. <laughs> right. I can do both. I know I can. But, you know, sometimes I'll force myself to watch something with subtitles or like something I have to get invested in so I can put the phone back in, in the drawer where it belongs. See, I, I love the streaming of everything and how you've got everything at your fingertips. But mm-hmm. sometimes like I want someone else to steer, you yes. know, like like yes. that, that's what I liked about TV. Like, like OK, I want to watch Bob's Burgers. I don't want to pick which episode of Bob's mm-hmm. Burgers. So, it, you know, it happens to be on TV. Great. I've seen this one 15 times okay it's still just in the background hanging out but sometimes i just like someone else to 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 drive the car for a little bit and my my boys have been saying for a little while now you know they need to have an option on you know netflix or hulu or whatever like if you get into a series like that where it isn't necessarily you have to have seen the episode before to know what's going right. on in this episode <laughs> you just be able to hit random and it just will you know pick one of those episodes and hit it up and they'll play you know do legos play games whatever but have that in the background for hours and you know it's uh, it's it's a good feed but man yeah there's there's something about just having someone else pick what to watch at that point yeah man i I, and you heard it here on pain productions for anybody that steals our million i'm gonna say hour now because i'm i'm already horning in on it absolutely um but uh yeah, just like a roulette button, like, you know, like, let's go because, and I think, I'm glad to hear your sons are up on it because I feel like that might be a generational thing because that was just syndication for us. Right. Like, oh, I know Simpsons comes on at 10 o'clock every night on Fox. I don't know which episode it's going to be, but I knew it was going to be on. So right. it was like, ah, okay. And, you know, some of, I still have a cable. So, you know, sometimes I will ironically unplug from my streaming services and just flip channels for a while to find something. It's like, Oh, well, I'm, you know, this movie's 20 minutes in, but it's, it's smoke. So I'm going to go ahead and just wrap this up. Cause I haven't seen, you know, predator in a while, you know, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I missed the, the flyover. I missed some, some, some good banter, but you know, Okay. Right. You, you, you know, you right. Gist of it. you can pick up at any time and be like, okay, this is the movie. I'll, I'll sit and watch this right. for the next see, hour and 40 minutes. I see Billy still alive. So I know I got a lot of movie left, man. I'm in. Right. You know, like- <laughs> and, and then there's like, like I rank movies as to like, if I would catch it on HBO in the middle of it and, and watch through, yeah. that's one thing. But if I catch it on like, tbs halfway through <laughs> and have to devote like an extra hour for all the commercials yeah you know i that that's a that's a different level of love of a movie to be able to take that but that also aids with your phone time man. right you know right because then you are going really old school because it's like i got a few minutes man so i'll just go ahead and just and i haven't checked instagram in a little bit or i can get three tiktoks in before it comes back <laughs> <laughs> And it used to be like like dinner and a movie that on TBS where they, yeah. they like 
they, they'd show the movie and then they'd come back and they'd talk for a little bit and then have commercials. Like, it, the, I think the movie, a two hour movie was three hours long yeah. when they did that. Now, a regular movie without all that banter is three hours long. It's, yeah. Man, they they throw so many commercials in there. You you really have to want to see that movie. Yeah. No, I used to like dinner in a movie, man. It was kind of like getting a little research in without mm-hmm. your phone. It's like, all right, give me some fun facts. Oh, really? He really I was think, supposed to be in that? I, I think it was like Rhonda Shears up all night that that like <laughs> was the predecessor of that, you know, where they just watch <laughs> a segment and then talk. And I saw so many just bad. 80s horror movies that way <laughs> but you know you didn't you didn't want to test your inflection there because everybody knows it was right ah! all night right you know, I, she had to I hit can't it. even try to hit that <clears throat> i hurt myself just trying <laughs> all right man so let's get back into it movies that exist or no songs that exist in movies that may have spawned into their own cultural phenomenon but were specifically made for the movies you get first pick and I'm nervous because I don't know which way I want to go, but you're going to set the stage here. Well, this since I saw this movie, this was instantly my favorite, you know, just movie song appearance. And it coincided with my favorite cameo of, of any movie, I think. Like, you're, you're watching this. this it, it wasn't even a built up movie. There wasn't a whole lot of marketing behind this movie but you're watching it and one of the biggest stars in Hollywood comes on in a completely okay. unpredictable role, like, like tatted up and bald headed okay. and, and piercings all Whew, over I'm with you. And Matt Damon comes at you. With Scotty <laughs> doesn't know and, uh, that that movie Euro trip was on yes. like HBO this week and watched it again and was thinking how amazing that song was like, just everything about it was so perfect. He had just broken up with his girlfriend because she had been sleeping with other people behind his back. And <laughs> Fiona! <laughs> like, it, it was it was absolutely perfect. And Matt Damon doing it. Like, I, I read some behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff, like, how it happened, because they were filming that scene in, like, Yugoslavia or something. <laughs> and and Matt Damon happened to be in Europe uh, filming one of the, the Jason Bourne movies. And he was good friends with the director growing up and like they got together and he was available for one night and said, yes, let's do this. So like it it was, it's so awesome. Uh, Scotty doesn't know is, is my favorite movie universe song. Yeah. That's because as you said it, uh, Euro trip wasn't like a hyped movie. Like everybody knew Road Trip. It was like, is this like a spinoff? What is this? Everybody's excited for it. And a lot of people enjoyed it when they watched it, but there were no real spoilers. So like the right. first time you saw it, everybody had that same reaction. Like, no, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> no way. That movie is so much better than it has any right being. Like, right. It is 100%. perfect. 100%. Fred Armiston with the, oh, oh Miss Scoozy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I... I I say Muscuzzi 12 times a day, every day. That's, and, and my family hates it, but no, watched the movie this week. Right. So now they know where it comes from. So This isn't where I parked my car. There's a <laughs> lot of... I even... Educational. I never even knew that Leica cameras were like a thing or a good brand of cameras. When someone mentions it, I'm like, oh, yeah, and I totally have heard of those. I don't oh, yeah. say afterwards because I saw Euro Trip, but, <laughs> but yeah. yeah educational that's that's what we'll go with but yeah no and i think it might be the first time because damon kind of started making a an effort on that like you know like either in the marvel movies where he's you know doing a wink playing loki in like the adaptation of him in the thor movie like he got real creative with it and kind of made an art form from it but i i don't know if this was his first one but it definitely it could have been and yeah, who, his publicist or someone was was smart. <laughs> you know, right. you can exist in pop culture forever if you start doing stuff like this. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Like you awesome. said, it was probably like an hour shoot, you know, or so, you know, like right. two takes. All right, you guys got it. All right, I'm out of here, man. Thank you, Matt Damon. Like they're thankful, <laughs> you know, like. All right. 
It, it was definitely high on my list, but it, but it wasn't my number one pick, and I my palms were getting sweaty. And I actually I don't even know if Eight Mile counts. I should have think that one. But um, all right, I'm getting distracted. My number one pick, and it's not the best song, but again, it's it's another. Some people call it a cult movie, but I think if you know the guys in the movie, they definitely have a a, a unique audience. And we did briefly talk about TV and I kind of wanted to cut it out because I didn't want this to step on its on its on its toes. But one of my favorite movies that I've seen numerous times, pop star, never stop, (laughs) never stop, never stopping featuring the Lonely Island. So many choices. So many, like so many. Yeah, I thought about (laughs) finest. Finest Girl, which it may be the it, people might know it as the Bin Laden song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody wants to do the donkey roll, but that's not really so much a song as it is a music video. But the one that I put on playlists, even still to this day, and just sets the tone for the whole movie and hits hard, gives you that 808 drum that like <laughs> Lonely Island is known for and starts with the dip, 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 don, 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 don. <laughs> My apple crumble is the most crumblest. Uh, I'm so humble. Yeah. Connor for real. Pop star. That, that was never very stopped, high never on my list. Yeah. I had I had to, man. Cause I, yeah, I yeah. love that movie so much, dude. And it was a tough, it was a tough call, man. There were a couple, <laughs> even like things in my Jeep. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's so many options in that movie, and it is such an underrated movie like, oh yeah uh, <laughs> um, well it didn't really get great reviews you can find it on hulu anybody listening to home right now if you have a, a you know subscription to hulu um and it kind of just flew under the radar i don't know why but like came out in 2016 like it's, it's not that was kind of still in the in the in the peak of their powers like they they they've done enough stuff on snl i mean they've made hits i mean picking a box kind of made youtube but that wasn't really lonely island i mean you had all their bangers that have like hundreds and thousands and millions of of youtube views and so i figured this movie would just take a life of itself and it just never did and i'm still befuddled right now it was one of the earlier um you know straight to netflix movies oh it was I, I think so. I don't I think, think you know it, it was released to the box office. So it, I remember. Okay, so so I, I guess that's even worse because I, I didn't even know that it was in theaters. Like I thought it was straight to Netflix. So um like yeah, that uh it, it, it surprises me that, that that hasn't broken into pop culture more than it has because it, it is such a great movie with so many good bad songs, you know. Here we go. Explain this to me. I I just looked it up. It was released on June 3rd, 2016. So we're in the summer. The budget was only 20 million. It grossed $9.7 million. Wow. In 2016. That's unheard. That's, I can't get it. Did it even get like wide release? Did (laughs) did it make it to Champagne? Like, I, I, yeah, I I will say, you know, I, I, I'm kind of to blame for this too, because I remember it coming out and I was excited for it, but I think it was gone like before I even had a chance to, to react to it. So, um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's got, you know, I can go on on with the movie, but if not, if take nothing else from it, go and and Google the video because he's got the Adam Levine holograms in it. Like, you know, it's, (laughs) they're doing the way so expensive. Like, and, and it's like it starts the movie and just kind of gives you the, the yeah. gist of what's going to happen throughout. Like, and then at the end like of this, it, then yeah. you're not going to like the rest of the movie. Right. At the end of it, you know, they're really pumping them up as this international pop star. So it's got like Nas and Mariah Carey, like doing commentary, <laughs> like when Connor for real, you know, I knew I could never be as big, but like, you know, they're, it, the whole movie's great, man. Check it out. Pop star. Man, that's uh, that's a good pick. That is a good pick. I needed it, man. I needed it, and I was getting nervous there because you were, you know, we were talking about not a not a popular movie with Euro Trip. I was like, shit. 
So, the, man, my, my second pick, I'm going to a movie that, that is pretty much about music. Mm. Um, it, 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 it takes place not too terribly far from here. And the whole movie, they are kind of setting up this performance. Like this guy's saying, you know, I'm, yeah, I got, um, I, I want to be in a band. Okay. He gets into a band and, and okay, the, the band's ready to perform. Their first performance is going to be kind of the, 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 the key part to this movie, like, like the whole climax of it. And, mm-hmm. and they're, they're concerned about it. And, you know, are, are, are they going to let him get up there and, and do it? And, and so finally at the end, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and do it. Uh, they introduce themselves. Um, they, they will soon be known as Kathleen Turner Overdrive. <laughs> but for that night and that night only, <laughs> Barry Jive and the Uptown Five, their performance of let's get it on like <laughs> it, it, it was so amazing um high fidelity uh yes. jack black as barry jive in that case but like jack black's character in that whole movie just you know it needed that comedic edge to be able to be well received because mm-hmm. it was just too dark and dreary otherwise and i think that sure he, he brought it into it and and, and then there at the end, you know, just knocking it out of the park with that. Uh, I, I thought that that was amazing. So, yeah, that's that's my number two pick. Yeah. And Jack Black wasn't quite Jack Black yet. He was still like that guy in the Jackal or right. like the cameo and other things. He hasn't, you know, some people had kind of heard. I think Tenacious D was was out maybe on HBO around the time. But he was the quintessential like comic book guy for the record store guy i mean <laughs> comes in with his his, his mixtape in the morning with walking on sunshine like ready to <laughs> this is his whole life dude so i mean his character was aces for that role but yeah people kind of saw that he had some chops when when he, when he threw that out there right right nice pick so right. and we had talked you know we, we weren't even sure if uh, if cover songs would 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 be acceptable but i figured that you know as, as far as cover songs go that's uh, yeah that, that, that's pretty high up there he's he he made that his own like that first note that he hit everybody kind of looked at each other like damn yeah. no i said you better sell it if you're gonna bring that in right so right uh, i'm with it all right my my second pick i'm i'm going i got some really weird ones down here toward the end so I'm going with ones that I actually still listen to and in some of my favorite movies. And for this, again, a movie that's basically about the music industry as well, but about one band in particular. The band is named Stillwater. And Fever Dog is my cut, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, when they first, when you see Jason Lee, you know, different from the way I remember Jason Lee and Billy Crudup and they're in their, and they're lacing up and they're starting this off. I'm like, oh, this, this hits, man. This is like, right. This, this is a good one. Like I, 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 you know, this was, I wasn't Googling back then, but I was like, is this a song that I missed? Cause I, I was kind of late to the game on the classic rock scene as it was. And I was like, man, I'm going to be real embarrassed if everybody's like, oh, you don't know fever dog, but uh, <laughs> just an amazing song. And, reading more about it you know those not familiar i mean almost famous is one of my favorite movies and it's kind of loosely based on a lot of other bands because of cameron's crow's career um but mostly you know kind of the allman brothers you know is what this kind of pegged on because the main character uh russell hammond's based on greg allman basically um but a lot of people don't know that cameron crow's wife is nancy wilson of heart fame and they wrote this song together okay now see i didn't know that and that that makes sense because like like i'm i'm with you like like i thought okay i know a little bit about music is this a song that a a band that i didn't know where where did this (laughs) come from because you like that would have been on tanner's playlist at a party you you know like like, (laughs) You, you you all know that one person that had this the music where, where did you hear that you know and, and <laughs> oh you don't come know out of nowhere and it's like okay i dig it and that would have been it and like it, it they it just fit perfectly to be able to in what, what was it, late 
late 90s to be yeah, able right to around the millennium write a song then that you know pretty much in case what what was going on 30 40 years ago that that was pretty amazing yeah no I, it was released in 2000 i couldn't remember if it was 99 or 2000 but I, it was 2000 and but yeah i mean who better to capture that era than the guy that was literally capturing that era right right so, i mean he lived it he just didn't do it you know it was like the perfect he he but he could sell the vibe because he was there but i mean yeah the stage footage from everything of it like the live performance in that movie, it was, I was, I was blown away. Um, fans of Pearl Jam probably know, but uh, their guitarist, Hey, barbecue. Nice to hear from you too. The dog barking in the background. Uh, Mike McCreary, their uh, guitar player was like the lead guitarist for that song. So, you know, it had like legit chops to it. Right. Right. But Yeah. <laughs> That's my that's my pick, and again, I have it on many a playlist. And like we we talked earlier, there's there's quite a few movies that there's there's a number of songs that you could pull from. Yeah. You know, oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's yeah. there's there's some good ones, and then of course you know some some great songs that every you know like Tiny Dancer and things like that 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 everybody knows. I mean, the soundtrack itself has a little bit of both, but. Yeah, that's my cut, and that's what I'm going with here. And I feel great, man. Like these were like the two that I needed to have to make me feel whole. So I'm, yeah. I'm I'm good. The rest the rest could get really weird. All right, so we're on round uh, round three. All uh, right, so man for real, dog. <laughs> so you you mentioned this uh, you mentioned this movie earlier, um, and. And I absolutely believe that it that that it counts, and the performance in it was just. Hold on, hold like, on, hold on, hold on. Little technical difficulties, <laughs> double difficulties there. Uh, we'll see if I can revise my editing chops, or maybe I'm just going to leave that all in there so you can get a little backstage peek. <laughs> Barbecue just went crazy. What was going down? <laughs> I don't know, man. Something camera, you don't want to see what was happening. <laughs> I was watching July. your neighbor uh, take his garbage out with his green door behind you. That was uh, <laughs> that, that was about as exciting as it got. <laughs> it's Fourth of July. People are talking about barbecues left and right. He's getting nervous. I don't know if the people, you know, he thinks he's going on a spit next or something. But we love the little guy. It was exactly one year ago today that actually. We got him, so it's like his little so anniversary. Perfect name. He's perfect. just acting out. Yeah. All right, so pick we're three now. Round three, right? Yeah. Let's, okay. let's get back. All right, so uh, you mentioned this movie earlier, um, and it, it, it was it was so cool when it came out because it had every element of like those sports movies that just you know lift you up drag you back down lift you back up again um you know and 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 there wasn't sports involved in it this was something that uh that that was in the underground the the, the freestyle rap world okay and, and you know at the end of the movie when b rabbit does his final round freestyle against yes. papa doc you know yes. that that is tough to beat you know when when you can when you can keep the future captain america just silent that's pretty amazing you know, <laughs> he came at him and told him everything that he was going to tell him you know he, he took away everything that he could possibly arm himself with and said okay now what are you going to do and and he was he was just shook and and using the the mob deep shook ones oh beat, yeah like like that was amazing and just it, it was it was perfect he started off with you know hyping the crowd and like it was it 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 was the perfect culmination for that movie and and the 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 final round freestyle by yeah. b rabbit aka eminem was 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 number three on my list yeah, it was a brilliant tactic. You know, disarm disarm your opponent before they go into battle. Right. And as you said, like, no movies up to this point has handled 
really hip hop that well, you know, uh, I mean, there's another one that could, they, I don't want to spoil any other picks, so I'm not going to mention a couple, but it's been tough and, and definitely right. not in the, in the freestyle world. I mean, so it was, it was uncharted territory and he was, he was a huge star. So everybody was jacked about it. And so it, right. it, it delivered, but yeah. And, and I was all about Eminem at that time. Like, like mm-hmm. I still to this day, I've got songs that I Napstered from back in the day <laughs> were his his rap olympics freestyles like oh yeah I, I know those by heart you know i'll i will listen to those you know every once in a while that's on my workout list i haven't worked out in a while so the playlist haven't got any play but <laughs> but like you know that that's where i was and when he came out with that that freestyle i obviously you know he had written it for the movie but sure yeah, it was in yeah. The yeah. Of, like everything that he oh. had done and it was uh yeah it it, it was the 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 culminating point obviously the lose yourself was the song that you know everybody right. knows from it but i mean that that was what did it in the movie yeah i was i was a lime wire guy myself <laughs> i literally i probably ruined like two com- two computers because i kept thinking all those titles were like legit you know it's like oh man dmx and eminem and they got back you know they raised biggie from the grave and did a right. remix. like they always try to hook you in to spend three days downloading a song that never existed, but just in case. And Dr. Dre actually kicked me off of Napster because what? I downloaded a song. Like I was always looking for a remix or something or another. And you know, Dr. Dre's Chronic, I had that album. You know, mm-hmm. I bought that early on. Oh yeah. Somehow or another, I downloaded one of the songs that was on the Chronic album. Like no remix or anything. And because of that, it was copyright infringement, and I got kicked off. It's like, man, I, I've given you money. You, you, it's about to say, yeah, kidding. it's all right. You know how long it takes to rip a CD these days, man. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, I paid my dues. Like, you should have been able to like send them a, a picture of you next to it. Like, man, we're good. Right. Now everybody thinks that Metallica was the the bad guys in. Uh, no, in, in the whole Napster thing. No, Dr. Dre was my uh, nemesis. <laughs> you guys had beef before beef was, exactly. was made. Oh, man, that's that's a good one, dude. And now I got to come strong. I was about to get weird with it, but that that's Do a it. hot one. Although now that I'm looking at all my songs, I think the rest of them are just weird with it. <laughs> all right, so... I'm gonna go with a with this. Which way do I go? All right, I'm gonna go with another famous rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> the famous uh, rapper Rhett. I don't know if you're familiar with his work. <laughs> he was definitely the coolest, maybe flyest guy in a movie you're familiar with, known as Teen Witch. Wow. His dance moves were otherworldly. Wow. He had the arms going frontward in the classic, like, white guy 1980s hip-hop pose. Then they'd go backward. Like, you know, like, I've got him out because I got attitude. What? What? And then he'd, he'd cross a leg, and then he'd cross it back. And just him and two of his buddies, you know, nobody's asking them to. <laughs> <laughs> But they're just sitting on this. They're just on the street <laughs> by a car. I don't, you know, could be their car, could not be. And they just had to let everybody know that he had to let everybody know that he's hot. You're not. And <laughs> those lyrics, like when you when you're eight and trying to freestyle, you know, like my name's Ryan, and I'm here to say I'm here to rap in a special way, like. <laughs> top that is is the amazing uh, you know i'm gonna link this i hope everybody's up on top that but i'm definitely it's gonna be the first link i put on social after this and polly's riding around on her bike talking about you know how amazing he is and it's going back and forth so they're riding the bikes by and he's still hitting back forth i mean the i will say the amount of uh, to pull off these 
these moves. I mean, the guy is really going for it. It's 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 embarrassing to watch, but I mean, it's it's some He's pretty all in. body control. Um, <laughs> and a spell is cast to make her a little more confident. And Polly gets off her bike and just drops it on him, and goes back and kind of puts him down and puts him in his place. And it, it's kind of the original rap battle, in my opinion. So I have to hit. She does, in fact, top that. He, he, she does top that. And so, yeah, I, I got to hit top that. And it's been a few times. I, I believe, I know Timberlake redid it with, it might have been Fallon. That sounds like it should be right, but it might not have been. And it, anybody that's ever seen that movie growing up, it was one of those, it, it, it did not fit really in the movie at all. <laughs> Some executive somewhere's like, this movie needs a, a real punch up. We need, you know, what are the kids into? You know, that, that, that street stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and <laughs> they did their best to you know you know how they do they do this they put their arms forward and and they cross them and then they bring them back and then they 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 wrap and it's it's is brutally awesome and i and i watched the video on more frequently than anybody should it's heavy in my i need a, i need a smile moments you know there's like that um i, I won't the other ones are a little bit more <laughs> wild business and even top that so i might do like we're gonna put a pin in that i'm gonna make a note of that youtube videos to cheer you up we're gonna save that for another bag that's that's a good one i'm gonna write that down top that top might make that. might make a return wow. so, yeah top that that was that was down there on the list that was uh <laughs> i think most of mine will be down there or not even on your list but well, I'm I'm tempted like like I can either go. There are quite a few choices that I have from more recent movies, like within the last 10, 15, 20 years or or, you know, going way back. So I'm, I'm right. kind of tempted to go one way or another, and I don't really know what I want to do. Um, I'm going to go one that kind of hits a little of both. And that is initially the song was featured in a movie in a way that would would have disqualified it from us talking. It was it was like the the theme song of the movie. And then then there's another movie where the main character found himself kind of down and out in the world and and, you know, wanted to wanted to make himself better at that point. Like he was in his his coked out Ravi Shankar uh sleeping with three girls at the time phase and mm. you know he he had already um he had done what he had, was going to do in the adult film industry oh. and decided hey. that he was going to make the best of it in the rock and roll world oh. and, and recorded you've got the touch okay which was the theme song to transformers <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's dirk diggler in boogie nights and it's one of those things where if you didn't know that it was just it was just a bad song that he was recording but like for for us like (laughs) right for the people that had seen transformers and like recognized the song instantly it was like that was perfect this this was a guy that wasn't grown up yet what song am i going to record i'm going to record the theme song to transformers and that's going to get me in the music industry like that was perfect and i felt like it was kind of a a a, a shout out to to all of the fans and yes. just kind of saying okay if you get it you get it and and i, I thought that was awesome so so you've got the touch the uh, the theme song to transformers the movie well is, is my number four well done and yeah i think basically the transformers movie when optimus prime dies your your life goes in two directions you either Go the straight and narrow, or you get in the adult industry. I mean, there's really two right, choices. Right. There's no in between. There's no in between, man. <laughs> I actually had feel my heat as uh, my choice. Yeah. Uh. So because because <laughs> I, I I wanted to get Reed in there too, and like the whole magic on the tapes, and let's lay it down, and my heat will rule your soul is <laughs> one of the greatest lyrics. I think we need to add and come back to it and, and add another feel, 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 feel my heat. 
Were you recording there? And yeah, we, I think almost when when he said cocaine, I was like, oh man, he's coming for my pick. <laughs> <laughs> but you got the touch was definitely the highlight of that movie. And yeah, we all felt it. And the, yeah, that's that's what fuels you, man. Oh, right. that's a great one, man. All right, I gotta get my four. I gotta I gotta come with it. Mm. A lot of them are going off the list here. In I feel all like my we can go deep, like like you and I were pretty much raised by HBO, right. so like I, I feel like we could go for a little bit on this. Yeah, no kidding, because <laughs> I, I feel like it's a lost art. You know, there are some, there's a couple of heavy hitters that have been made recently that I could go to, but as this all when this all started. They were more rankings, you know. I'm going from five to one to like the best. These aren't necessarily the best. These are the ones that, <laughs> that I'm drafting. Right. You want on your squad. I, this is what I love. Right. And so, all right. That said, mm, all right. People have gone full circle on this movie. It was a comedy made famous. Because there were no swear words in it, and it was like in the in the in the height of raunchy comedy, you know, everybody was coming. Who could outdo each other? You know, who could who could bring like, oh, there's going to be some a whole lot of unnecessary dong in this movie, or we're going to get real misogynistic with it, or we're we're coming for shock humor, and and some kids put together a lovely movie that I feel like people are are recently hating on. I don't know why. But a man was in love in this movie, and his name was Kip Dynamite. And his dream woman, LaFonda, was coming to town. And one thing Kip loved more than anything was his computer. I mean, he's online chatting with babes all day. As, as one does. As one does. And this was back, like, you know, when you dialed up. I mean, you'd get the, the CD-ROMs in the mail. You had so many hours. And he loved technology but not as much as her, you see, but he still loved technology always and forever. And that's what I'm choosing. Kip dynamite as, as my jam. Wow. Like we've done a number of these and you, every once in a while you've come out with something that, that (laughs) came out of left field. It's like, okay, this one I am embarrassed. I didn't think of like like wow. I'm impressed. That that is a, <laughs> an excellent choice. Thank you, sir. Wow. <laughs> ah, technology. You know, a love story for eight. I mean, Kip and LaFonda was legit because people kept thinking it. He was making it up. Like she's coming, and that that was a beautiful love story, man. And it and was. it was brought together by those those dope lyrics. But she places that necklace on his neck and it's just like, okay, yeah, peace. it's come full circle. Peace out. Yeah, man. He's got the, he's got the do-rag on. Oh, oh. And, and Napoleon Dynamite in general, like, like his, his performance there at the end of the Jamiroquai song. Like, oh, like sure. That, that had me on the fence. That was, you know, is that considered a performance of a song? Right. Like, right. Like most people remember that movie for that. Yeah. But, no, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kip 100%. Dynamite's song. Yeah. That was. That we was, all just take a moment to appreciate his name was Kip Dynamite, too. Right? I mean, and, and, the, the elephant in the room. Like, <laughs> I don't think people put it together because the movie was called Napoleon Dynamite. His brother's name was Kip Dynamite. I mean, that's, that's amazing. If you can't do something with that, like, <laughs> you can't make that work for you. What, you know, come on. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, <laughs> that is a hot one. <laughs> Uh man, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go. There, there is a more recent movie. Uh, I'm gonna say this is like within the last 10 15 years, maybe. I don't know. Like anything since 2000 is like kind of fuzzy as far as how long ago it was that right. it occurred. Um, but but this is a movie that like 
came from another movie. A, a, a fringe character in another movie was so likable that they made a movie mm. surrounding him. I know and, and, and and Albus Snow is, is one of the greatest rock stars that never existed. Like, <laughs> Russell Brand is amazing as that British. I don't give a fuck rock right. stars. Like anything goes. It, it, he is so awesome. And and like honestly, there are so many songs from that movie. Right. That's where I'm that, at. Like, which like, one do you what, what do you what do you pick? Like and and even like i i don't want to spoil anything because because there's choices from other artists within that okay Uh, get i'm i'm talking ahead man i'm not going in that universe go ahead but okay so like like jackie q his wife with her ring around the rosy like (laughs) it just it's one of those what type songs (laughs) but it it was perfect for her character in that movie and I, I think that that Stroke the Furry Wall is is one of the greatest <laughs> songs that never existed. It, it, it is so cool. Like it, it came from a genuine situation in the movie and Stroke the Furry Wall doesn't make any sense to anyone other than the people that were right there and knew that, you know, when you take a Jeffrey, because, you know, who could be afraid of a Jeffrey? You know, <laughs> if it gets a little wild, stroke the furry wall, it's all going to be okay. So with with stroke the furry wall on that one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is unprecedented. I mean, his character spanned multiple movies. I mean, that's... And then it comes out of left field with something like African child or (laughs) right. And the clap was, was pretty high on my list. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. Bangers and mash. Yeah. Was, was pretty hot. Like, like those are lyrics that, that get stuck in my head when I'm thinking about dinner, if I've got sausages and I've got potatoes, uh, my bangers and mash, you know, it's going to be on. We it's, it is an amazing movie. And again, one of those that was better than it had any right to be. And and uh, man, P Diddy in that movie was awesome. Yeah, turned it <laughs> like, up. He doesn't get enough respect for that no. role. So, and yeah. it might have been too close to Scotty doesn't know, but like uh, in forgetting Sarah Marshall, I can't remember the name of it. But when he's singing like the "I'm inside, I'm inside you" song at like the <laughs> right. dinner when they're when uh, a young um, oh man, why can't I? He's like a famous jo- young Jonah Hill, like begs him to come on stage. Right. Because they're just there at a resort and like, you know. And, and and then he Jonah Hill becomes a different character. Right. In, yeah. yeah. You yeah. get him to the Greek. But mm. yeah, it, that was uh, and, and I had I thought about Sarah Marshall's uh, the the Dracula soliloquy. Right. Yeah. Just cause, I mean, that's that's pretty awesome and kind of based on uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah, and, and the way that that mo- that song was made, but but yeah, I thought uh, uh, "Stroke the Furry Wall" was was the most that's, that's the right pick, that's one of the, the right most pick. originals. Yeah, no, that's the right pick. Yeah, I I also in my free agent list was uh was was the Dracula puppet opera. Is I, I forget what right, he like I didn't to know exactly that. what it was called. So. <laughs> it was it was his vision, man. I'm gonna give that to you. I'm gonna give that to him, man. Whatever. All right. I'm coming way out. Just because this is a personal pick. This is arguably the worst musical ever made, maybe. Uh, it's a sequel. Okay. Everybody loves the original. They play songs from the original musical, like still on the radio. If, you, if you're listening to 97.5 here locally, you'll hear a few cuts off their soundtrack. You won't hear any cuts off the soundtrack. But a young Michelle Pfeiffer was very clear on the type of man that she wanted in one movie known as Grease 2. <laughs> and if you really want to know what she wants in a guy. Other than Lorenzo Lamas. She wanted a cool rider. A cool <laughs> rider, man. And she did this whole routine. And for some reason, there's a stepladder involved. But she is into it. And, and a young young Ryan had stars in his eyes. Like, to say crushing is an understatement. Like, Michelle Pfeiffer was the only woman 
she was a woman, you know, as a high school, playing a high school girl here. I mean, she was the only woman on the planet for me when, when she sang Cool Rider. And that had it for me. I mean, there's so many, <laughs> this, this movie is, is so bad. I've seen it. It, it. Is, it, it is really bad, but more and some really, <laughs> you know, if you go back to like how fence, like there's, there's a song <laughs> in the movie called let's do it for our country. Where <laughs> this guy's trying to hook up with a girl in an old bomb shelter by convincing her that the war is starting outside. <laughs> and that's the reason why they got to hook up tonight. I mean, the movie is, is bad. That, that's the, uh, the, <laughs> The, it's cold outside for the for the grease generation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but cool rider, man, Michelle Pfeiffer, just letting everybody know, letting him know the the you know, the quote unquote foreign exchange student from England. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was my jam, dude. I I, I have to. It's it's just resonated with me. It's forever, cool rider. Yep. And are are we already up to number six? I think this is the last one, and I'm having a tough time. Oh man, I yeah, there's I, uh, I got a long list of them that I wanted to hit. Well, we'll hit some free agents, man. Yeah, yeah. So let me see, but I, I I only got one that I can put on the squad. Man, uh, all right. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, go with go with what I know, and 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 going back to growing up with with hbo you know there there were some movies that you saw in like 80 you know mid 80s that you probably shouldn't have been able to at that age but it was hbo and yeah like like we were all there the 80s were the 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 raunchy comedies were just (laughs) perfect and there were a number of movies that were just you know back then they were I don't want to say critically acclaimed, but they were favorites. <laughs> and you okay. can look back on them later and be like, ah, okay. You know, <laughs> right. maybe, maybe there's some problems there. <laughs> uh, there was one in particular that um, kind of, you know, these the, these guys had been getting the, the raw end of the stick the whole movie. And, and there at the end, they had an opportunity to kind of show everybody that, you know, they're, they're not so bad. They're, they're kind of cool. They're not the jocks. Oh, but, okay. But the the revenge okay. of the nerds song performance yeah. rap song, like it's... That, that right. It, it had a little bit of everything, but the the performance at the end of Revenge of the Nerds is is is, is my number six pick. I don't know how many times I saw that. Yeah. And and just like thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I know. It, I know kind of prepared it's, myself it, it, if later in life there's a situation where uh, you know a song performance is gonna like get me on the good side of everybody what do i do and i you know i knew what to do in certain situations those situations didn't arise as nearly as often as i thought they would but i was ready thanks to revenge of the nerds so and and yeah we've talked about how problematic i mean i recently re-released the villains episode which i've Gone on the record that Lewis Skolnick is definitely one of the top six villains of all time. Um, I did Google. I, I believe the song might be called They're So Incredible, which really takes us to another level. But they couldn't hold back in the fact that why did they dress the only Asian guy in a Native American <laughs> costume and make him hit a gong? It's, it's, it's on so many levels. Like, <laughs> I, i'm not saying it's perfect but no, like no 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 it's a different like, time it man We're... my childhood yeah, like it's an and, and that was one of those like, I'm like not... as a kid you don't get to see that many r-rated movies no yeah no to I'm, see I'm that and like my parents were cool you, oh, you watched revenge of the nerds okay yeah i like, know i mean yeah that that was like the woods porn of our generation like, right right to watch a movie that had uh, some 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 nudity in it and some racy things and it was on pay cable and it was at your fingertips. You watched it as many times as possible. I mean, 
we could spend hours talking about all the flawed things from from movies of that era. I'm not holding that against right, you. Right. I'm talking but, about the actual decision, even no. <laughs> I, let's I, let's I, take it aside. <laughs> let's take it aside from how unpc it was. Like, <laughs> hey man, we gotta put you in a Native American costume. <laughs> like nobody else is. I mean, I guess Boogers in an Elvis suit. The guys are doing Devo, right? You know, rip off, which is kind of on par with the times. But you and got then, Michael Jackson ish kind of outfits over here. But hey, Taka, Takashi, you need to get in, in, in a full headdress. A little bit more, a little darker. So we're gonna put you in an Indian costume. We're gonna we're gonna with, with a gong because you know. <laughs> let's let's see what we can hit up there yeah that's a great that was on, definitely on my short list man it was definitely on there because yeah i mean the fireworks go off and they first hit like the little it was maybe like an early drum machine you know like the right and like they're up against they're up against little skits you know hey we're the <laughs> we're the right. quarterbacks and we're dressed up as girls and they're dressed up as boys right ah, and, and then they hit them with, you know, yeah. technology. Yeah. Poindexter has like an electric violin, man. Like, what's, <laughs> right? what's that about? I don't like, think I enough mean, people give that credit. That's that's something that's amazing. That was the best part of the song, in my opinion, man. He's like hitting the like. And then you don't see him again until 30 something. It's like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but he had, a, he had a full like moose mohawk for that one <laughs> great man i love that to cash it out because i i there part of me wants to do a tie-in all right I, since there's since there's no more picks for you i'm gonna walk you through my thought process here all right and this way we can get into some free agents without uh without having you know you can get into years afterwards so here's what i'm between I, you know, stand up and shout from Rockstar, you know, written by Sammy Hagar. Zach Wilde is in the band. Jason Bonham is in the band. I mean, even if you hear locally, if you go to Illini games, they'll even play like the stand up and shout, you know, Mark Wahlberg. Right. Brings it, man. It's I, I, I was like, all right, man. I didn't know. It, it's a bad movie. Don't get me wrong, but. That was on my list. I enjoyed it, but I'm not going there. Part of me wanted to come back and do a tie-in from Grease 2 because Maxwell Caulfield was in that movie, uh, you know, playing Mr. Cool Rider, Shakespeare. Uh, and then he came back in a movie that not many people watched, but again, another cult classic called Empire Records. Yes. And... Rex Manning Day is something that I celebrate on the regular. Not too long ago. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, I probably posted about it. I usually do every year. Um, say no more, Mon more. And I was tied between that and and you know Renee Zellweger getting her rooftop moment for Sugar High. So that's that's really high on my list. Every road trip, I can't help it because probably one of the formative comedies you know from my early you know 20 mid to late 20s if you're on a road trip and you don't sing we're the three best friends that anyone can have <laughs> no matter how many people are with you it can be the five best friends that anyone can have <laughs> but you're out for like a weekend of debauchery and it's gonna come up and it sticks in your head and alan aka zach galifianakis it's like it's, it's just that one line that's all you need is that one line there's there's one other lyric is like we'll never ever ever be apart <laughs> i think there's like nine evers in it other than that so that made my short list people listening are gonna be upset that we didn't hit that thing you'll do by that, the that was on the list but it was i think that was kind of the almost too obvious yeah yeah, yeah. like that's a great song it, it was so good in fact that it got radio play and right you know it it, it got its due we we love it but 
You know, he's on there. It's like with Shallow from A Star Is Born. Right. You know, I almost like, put Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters and their little ditty that they uh, did on the, the, the beach movie. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> but, and I also had Chevy Chase's little ditty from Caddyshack. You know, I was born to love you. He's got checks of uh, $10,000 laying around. Who knows how much that was literally fueled by cocaine as opposed to the Boogie Nights <laughs> song. And so many to choose from. But I, I my heart's sticking with, and I'm just going to shout it out. It's not the best song, and it's not even, I'm between the two of Empire Records here. But I'm, I'm going to, for as cheesy as it is, for the man that's already drafted top that, no, I'm not. I'm I'm swerving. Say no more, mon amour. Rex Manning Day rules. I'm just going from the heart here. Straight out of low cash was a close second. I didn't even get there yet from CB4. But yeah, I'm going with it. Say no more, mon amour. Rex Manning Day. Happy Rex Manning Day, everybody listening. Very nice. Very nice. I had uh, Rex Manning was on the list. No, how no many doubt. how many podcasts are you guys listening to out there that has back to back Maxwell Caulfield starred movies in it? <laughs> Name them. Drop them in my drop them onto me on social media, please. This is a free service, ladies and gentlemen. It's Thank Rex Man. Man. What that, other uh, free agents did you have, my man? Uh, man, I I we we discussed the the number of them that, that could have done come from um get him to the greek um i i had the the incredible thoughts donkey roll you know mashup yeah, yeah. that they did at the, the it wasn't the grammys but like kind of the grammys yeah uh, with michael bolton making the special appearance uh from from uh, pop star that that was on there incredible um, one song or one movie that that like I, I really feel like I don't like musicals, but then I can't really say that this song is not, a, or this movie is not a musical. Wedding Singer. Oh, sure. Um, the, Grow Old With You. Yeah. That's, that's, that's sweet. Right, right. That's, that's right. an awesome song. Um, in uh, Almost Famous, The Tiny Dancer. Like, like just the, the, that point in the movie where they all thought that they were dead and then like, <laughs> right. they just needed something to come together and that you know everybody singing that just kind of healed everything um a, a movie that i just saw again the other day and forgot how much i love it uh ryan reynolds and anna ferris in oh, just friends yeah uh, love her that. song <laughs> forgiveness yeah just another way of saying i'm sorry yeah like that. That is I forgot a, about that. Yeah, that's hot. Um, Otis Day and the Nights from Animal House with Shout. Like, oh, yeah. Like it has become so popular since then, but they sure. were a band. Like that was that yes. was made specifically for the movie. And that Otis, was, my man. Right. Um, Marty McFly's, uh, his his performance of Johnny Be Good. Like mm-hmm. they came back to it in... in uh, Back to the Future too. Mm. It's, uh, it, it, that that was another key part of my uh, growing I up. I mean, he it basically invented rock and roll. I mean, Marvin Berry was right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he changed changed the world. All right, in, in one one performance. Um, yeah, beforehand, we discussed uh, in in Clerks Berserker from Olaf. <laughs> Olaf <laughs> it, it, from the uh, was the band or the album "Fuck You Yankee Blue Jeans." <laughs> I can't remember, <laughs> man. But yeah, um, and and then from I, I I think it was Wedding Singer, um, the Dan Band with Lady. Yeah. No, that was um, that was uh, that was what, old was, school. Was it? I remember because they, they, I remember they, Vince Vaughn being like right in it, like you're the lady, you're the lady yeah. to yes. Will Ferrell's wife. Like, yes. Yeah. But like the Dan band shows yeah. up in a number of different movies. Like, Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they, but, but I thought that was, you know, it, it was just out there enough that it was key to that movie. So yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. They they made they made quite a killing there in the nineties in that in that raunchy comedy era that we're speaking of, right? Because the way they just dropped in, 
the strategic F-bomb or like the little swerve when people didn't see it coming, like on a different pace, you know. Yeah. And and you mentioned CB4. There was a song on there that that like I I I really enjoyed because that movie was so like like satirical to every element in the rap world. Mm-hmm. And and you know I I listened to and was a big fan of a, a of a group called X Clan that oh yeah I honestly like like was. No, a, I, I love a, a young white teenager that was not <laughs> right. made for me. And they were right. telling me in the lyrics, this yeah. is not for you. And that was okay because like the production value on that music, like they, they sampled um, like parliament on so many songs, oh, like, like in yeah. ways that were just, just amazing. And, and, and I had the, the CD, the, the, the character in CB4, uh, <laughs> dead Mike, he made the song on black y'all. <laughs> And, yeah. and it was like if if you could satirize that that you know what what X Clan was that was the perfect way to do it and still make it fit in the movie and make it like like I, yeah. I enjoy that quite a bit. So yeah, man. So yeah, I, we knocked it out of the park, dude. I think. I mean, so. we can keep going. We can keep going and going and going and going like we always do. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you, my friend. I'm I'm putting a pin in that YouTube comment. We got a few other topic ideas coming down the line. You're always welcome. Everybody listening right now, I I appreciate it. I hope you all have a safe 4th of July. Do whatever you got to do. Day drink, set off fireworks, maybe not in that order. But I appreciate you all for subscribing, leaving leaving a, a rating would be nice, but not necessary. Do you want to give any shout outs, Chris, before we go? Uh, man, no, not really. I hope everybody uh, comes out of the weekend with as many fingers as they went into it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> be, be safe with the fireworks. That's, that's about it. Enjoy. Take, take care of your puppies. Don't set them off too late. Thank you, everybody. Take care. <laughs>